This is the Return to Order Moment with Edwin Benson. Bringing you insights, analysis, and information for a culture in crisis. I am reading, What Does St. Thomas Say About Immigration? by John Horvath II. In looking at the debate over immigration, it is almost automatically assumed that the Church's position is one of unconditional charity toward those who enter the nation, legally or illegally. However, is this the case? What does the Bible say about immigration? What do church doctors and theologians say? Above all, what does the greatest of doctors, St. Thomas Aquinas, say about immigration? Does his opinion offer some insights into the burning issues now shaking the nation and blurring the national debate? Immigration is a modern problem, and so some might think that the medieval St. Thomas would have no opinion about the problem. And yet he does. One has only to look in his masterpiece, the Summa Theologica, in the first section, second part, question 105, article 3. There one finds his analysis based on biblical insights that can add to the national debate. They are entirely applicable to the present. This recording will contain several quotations from St. Thomas himself. Each quotation is followed by commentary by the author intended to clarify St. Thomas's points for modern listeners. St. Thomas, man's relations with foreigners are twofold, peaceful and hostile. And in directing both kinds of relation, the law contained suitable precepts. Commentary. In making this affirmation, St. Thomas affirms that not all immigrants are equal. Every nation has the right to decide which immigrants are beneficial, that is, peaceful, to the common good. As a matter of self-defense, the state can reject those criminal elements, traitors, enemies, and others whom it deems harmful or hostile to its citizens. The second thing he affirms is that the manner of dealing with immigration is determined by law in the cases of both beneficial and hostile immigration. The state has the right and duty to apply its laws. St. Thomas. For the Jews were offered three opportunities of peaceful relations with foreigners. First, when foreigners passed through their land as travelers. Secondly, when they came to dwell in their land as newcomers. And in both these respects, the law made provisions in its precepts. For it is written in Exodus 22, verses 9 and 21, Thou shalt not molest a stranger. Commentary. Here, St. Thomas acknowledges the fact that others will want to come and visit, or even stay, in the land for some time. Such foreigners deserve to be treated with charity, respect, and courtesy, which is due to any human of goodwill. In these cases, the law can and should protect foreigners from being badly treated or molested. St. Thomas. Thirdly, when any foreigners wish to be admitted entirely to their fellowship and mode of worship, with regard to these a certain order was observed, for they were not at once admitted to citizenship, just as it was law with some nations that no one was deemed a citizen except after two or three generations, as Aristotle the philosopher says. Commentary. St. Thomas recognizes that there will be those who will want to stay and become citizens of the lands they visit. However, he sets as the first condition for acceptance a desire to integrate fully into what today would be considered the culture and life of the nation. A second condition is that the granting of citizenship is not immediate. The integration process takes time. People need to adapt themselves to the nation. 
He quotes the philosopher Aristotle as saying that this process was once deemed to take two or three generations. St. Thomas himself does not give a time frame for this integration, but he does admit that it can take a long time. St. Thomas. The reason for this was that if foreigners were allowed to meddle in the affairs of a nation as soon as they settled down in its midst, many dangers might occur, since the foreigners, not yet having the common good firmly at heart, might attempt something hurtful to the people. Commentary. The common sense of St. Thomas is certainly not politically correct, but it is logical. The theologian notes that living in a nation is a complex thing. It takes time to know the issues affecting a nation. Those familiar with the long history of their nation are in the best position to make long-term decisions about its future. It is harmful, and indeed unjust, to put the future of a place in the hands of those recently arrived, who, although through no fault of their own, have little idea what is happening or has happened in the nation. Such a policy could lead to the destruction of the nation. As an illustration of the point, St. Thomas later notes that the Jewish people did not treat all nations equally, since those nations closer to them were more quickly integrated into the population than those that were not as close. Some hostile people were not to be admitted at all into full fellowship due to their enmity toward the Jewish people. St. Thomas Nevertheless, it was possible by dispensation for a man to be admitted to citizenship on account of some act of virtue. Thus it is related in Judith 14.6 that Achior, the captain of the children of Ammon, quote, was joined to the people of Israel with all the succession of his kindred, unquote. Commentary. That is to say, the rules were not rigid. There were exceptions that were granted on the circumstances. However, such exceptions were not arbitrary, but always kept in mind the common good. The example of Achior describes the citizenship based upon the captain and his children for the good services rendered to the nation. These are some of the thoughts of St. Thomas Aquinas on the matter of immigration based on biblical principles. It is clear that immigration must have two things in mind. First is the nation's safety. The second is the common good. Immigration should have as its goal integration, not disintegration or segregation. The immigrant should not only desire to assume the benefits but the responsibilities of joining into the full fellowship of the nation. By becoming a citizen, a person becomes part of a broad family over the long term and is not a shareholder in a joint stock company seeking only short-term self-interest. Secondly, St. Thomas teaches that immigration must have in mind the common good. It cannot destroy or overwhelm a nation. This explains why so many Americans experience uneasiness caused by massive and disproportional immigration. Such policy artificially introduces a situation that destroys common points of unity and overwhelms the ability of a society to absorb new elements organically into a unified culture. The common good is no longer considered. A proportional immigration has always been a healthy development in a society, since it injects new life and qualities into a social body. But when it loses that proportion and undermines the purpose of the state, it threatens the well-being of the nation. When this happens, the nation would do well to follow the advice of St. Thomas Aquinas and biblical principles. The nation must practice justice and charity toward all, including foreigners. But it must, above all, safeguard the common good and its unity. 
without which no country can long endure. Thanks for joining us. If you want your free copy of the Return to Order book, or if you want to read more articles like this one, visit returntoorder.org. God bless.